Welcome to Park Bench Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman. Hey, it's Randy Goodman here from Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I am here with Seema Salimi, who is in the Mill Pond area, and she is an employment counselor with 360 Kids. I'm super excited to chat with you, Seema. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, Randy. I appreciate it. It's good to see you, too. So this is uh, pretty awesome because I've known you for many years. You're such an amazing person. You have so many talents in business, in the community. And I want to touch on what you're doing with 360, but I also want to touch on what you do in the community. But can you first tell us what led you to start working with 360 Kids? Interestingly enough, it was actually my involvement in the community um, that started it through, um, you know, I had met a few individuals in the community, younger youth that were, whether they were facing homelessness or there was a food insecurity, unfortunately, and this was way before we had all these issues with COVID um, over about a year and a half ago. And I really had to um, dig deep, you know, within the community to find out where I could help these youth gain the next steps to more independence, whether it be right. through housing or through social assistance. Mm -hmm. That's what led me to 360. Um, and through working initially, you know, doing some uh, hours with 360, getting to know them, getting to see what they offer, I ended up wanting to really join them on a professional level. Um, having a so social work background, um, that really was a, a grand interest to me. And, and going in with that initial step into the community, like I said, just trying to get information and then um, moving in on a professional level really brought it to all that I wanted to do within my own community. I'm lucky that it's literally five minutes from my house. Yeah. Um, in traffic, it takes me six minutes to get to work. Woo, ideal. Um, but uh, the fact that it was serving youth in my community in my backyard was what really drew me to it. Well, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Give us yeah. a little bit of history about what you've done in the past and a little bit about SEMA. A little bit about SEMA. So SEMA, I, I've been kind of very, um, uh, I've had an eclectic background, everything from, like you mentioned, I've done everything from social work when I first finished school eons ago um, to after, you know, working for the province and then stepping away, going into um, employment, self-employment, and then again in the last uh, year and a half, stepping back right into social work. So I've kind of evolved going from a uh, very community-based type uh, um, work history and personal involvement to going into very much of the private sector, which is very different as far as um, the, the level of um, I guess it, it, you, you get into the corporate world and you kind of involve through charities um, and through donations, but it's not so much hands-on as it could be. Okay. And then so, and then I brought myself back into it through a more individual involvement that I'm doing right now. So it's, it's been nice. It's been a, a good roller coaster of uh, community again, you know, business and then back into the community again. I've come full circle, as they say. Right, right. That's awesome. And so you also, like when your kids were younger, you did a lot of volunteer work in the schools as well. And uh, Definitely. 
yeah so definitely definitely we we've spent um with uh, actually with agencies here there was the welcome center within our community in richmond hill i used to do um helping newcomers find uh housing and helping them do resumes and job searching so that was kind of a, a f believe it or not the fun side of uh things that I enjoyed doing, which is volunteering within the community to help our newcomers settle in the Richmond Hill area. And then, as you mentioned, the school where I would, you know, be volunteering with the kids to get to spend some extra time with the boys and also get to know um, our own community, the parents that are here, the how what we're supporting within our community was very important. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. I love that you, you've always been very, very involved and hands-on. So it's fantastic. And, you know, uh, yours, like mine, is the hang house, you know, so you always know what's going on with the kids and <laughs> staying Definitely. to them, <laughs> which I guess, Definitely. you know, is like such an easy segue for you to be working with 360 kids. So tell us a little bit about what they do and what the mandate is. Yeah, sure. 360 Kids, it's very uh, unique in the kind of services that it offers, only because um, most of the agencies that we have for youth are either just shelter or just employment or just, they're very segregated in the services they offer. Whereas 360, it has it all in one, under one roof. So when a youth is referred to our program or can be a self-referral, um, they can come in and access food, they can access clothing, they can access employment supports, they can access housing, they can even get their high school diploma there. We have a program called iGrad um, where they do it online and we have a teacher on site that can help them get their high school diploma. So it's all these various, like they can get counseling and it's, you know, countless the amount of services that we have for them. Um, it's so it's great because it's very unique. It's under one roof. Yeah. And this is a private organization correct they don't do they get funding from the government at all yes no actually it's a it's a um non-profit organization okay so they get uh, funding from york region they get funding from united way um so various uh, service canada we get funding from various sources um like any other community agency depending on what uh, area so employment gets for example funding from Service Canada, whereas the shelter system might get it from United Way, but it all comes under one umbrella at the end of the day. Yeah, it's a fantastic organization. It's so yeah. nice to see, you know, in Richmond Hill, we always assume that there's not a, perhaps a lot of need because someone can come and go within their own little world and never be aware of what's going out in the community. And uh, only when you step out of your comfort zone, you realize there's so many within our own community that need help. Oh, yeah. And what's best that to be the one to be providing neighborly help. Definitely. Uh, can you yeah. tell us a little bit about um, what the parameters are of the target audience of kids that you do help? I'm so sorry. Zoom muted you by itself. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> what the parameters a little bit are about the parameters about the target audience. So like their age, where they live, like anything about yeah. these kids, like who would qualify sure. basically and be accepted. Sure. Uh, we provide services to youth from the age of 13 to 27. Um, and the employment services go right up to 29. So we have workshops. They can be either referred through the school system. They can be self-referred. So they can walk into 360 Kids, which is right at uh, Young between Major McKenzie and Elgin Mills. Okay. Um, so Young and Lovendale. 
yeah. that's uh, where it's located. Um, so they can be self-referred, they can come through the school system, they can come through another social service agency. Um, and it, again, the, the age range is huge between 13 to 29, yeah. but we have very direct specific services for each age group. Wow. So and most of the youth in our community, interestingly enough, access the, the food service yeah. and the employment service. Wow. And uh, I know you have beds there, like the kids can actually um, have a place to stay for a short period of time. And uh, so how do they, I mean, there's got to be, I don't know how many kids, you know, who are in need of those services. How do they, uh, and maybe you don't know the answer, but because um, you're not in that specific area, but is there a way that they determine whether one child should get the service versus another? Well, as far as the shelter services, so for example, you were talking about the beds, as far as the shelter services go, it's first comes first serve, the first uh, basis. So as you come in, you put your name on a waiting list. There's 14 beds available for emergency shelters and those youth are able to stay there for four months. Wow. And during those four months, they're expected to, you know, follow the rules. There's curfew, um, no substance abuse, no fights, no violence, things like that. So as long as they are adhering to those rules, there's four months they're able to stay there, get the services, and get the support they need to go on to more stable housing. Um, but unfortunately, we have incidents where there's a big rotation for whatever reasons. A lot of the youth move away, and then we have open beds and a new series of youth come in. So right. really, it's determined based on you know, availability, mm -hmm. uh, proper age. And if we don't have space for them, then we refer them to other shelters in the community. But okay. we definitely always try to find a space for them. They're not turned away. Right, right. Yeah. Now, I think it's an amazing organization, uh, you know, that really provides, I know one of my kids used to volunteer in the kitchen there, loved volunteering there. And uh, you know, it's just amazing to be able to, help the kids because you know yeah. you're right you, you could drive through and not have a clue what's going on and, and I guess that could be said for any neighborhood where we really don't know what's happening and we live in the neighborhood and not know <laughs> right exactly what's happening and how much need there is until people like you are actually working there and mm -hmm. saying wow you know it's hard yeah. to believe so do the people who or the youth who go for services at 360 kids are they do they have to live in the area like what's the parameter um no i mean we have youth that come in from toronto for example okay um but that's quite a distance to travel. So the majority of the youth that we deal with do not have a permanent address. So often they tend to be either couch surfing or you know, temporarily staying at a friend's house until they find a space and they're within York Region. And we find employment for them within York Region. We find housing for them within York Region. So what we offer is within the boundaries of York Region, but our client base can initially come from anywhere. We've had uh, youth that have traveled from smaller towns or other provinces that have come in, and this was their first uh, kind of stopover in Ontario, interestingly enough, was Richmond Hill. 
Really? Um, and they ended up hitting up with this. Isn't that interesting, yeah. right? So the first stopover being Richmond Hill 360 Kids. So we have those youth and then we have others who have heard of the agency through other friends who may have accessed it or been referred through right. other social service agencies. Right. But yeah, like I, for myself, like I said, I've been living in, in this community for over 30 years. Yeah. And uh, I learned of this agency and all the supports that we have because I had my son's friends who were in need and I needed to be able to help them um, kind of, you know, settle in the community. Right. And only through those kids' needs was I able to educate myself about what's going on and really started participating and not recognizing all that we need here in the community. Wow, that's incredible. And kudos to you for taking that action on and, you know, being passionate about that because you can tell that you're very passionate about it. I do. It. I, I love it. <laughs> I love it that it's within our community. I love it that, you know, York Legion, Richmond Hill, Mill Pond area. I mean, it can't be any more home than it is. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. You get to live, work, breathe, do everything in that's right. The area. It's awesome. Uh, so tell us a little bit about the community. Like, how do you enjoy Mill Pond? I mean, you said you've been here 30 years. So yes, clearly, there's got to be lots to say. <laughs> there's got to be lots to say. How do I, you know, um, just first of all, watching it go through the growth that it has done. I mean, Richmond Hill in general, again, even Mill Pond area, you see so many new homes going up, the old ones being knocked down, new ones going up, really changing in demographic, really changing in the way it shows itself, presents itself, it's been amazing. And then watching um, how we've all come to, Mill Pond was always a central area in all these years I've been here. Right. But now watching people, you know, I have friends from other regions and I say I live in Richmond Hill and they're like, you mean Mill Pond? Like that <laughs> identifies with Richmond Hill, which is amazing because I feel good. I'm like, yes, that's the one. <laughs> so it's wonderful to see just our small little niche in Richmond Hill has created a reputation for itself, right. a reputation of community, a reputation of family, a reputation of growth, you know, and um, that's what I've seen and I love it. It's, it's gone from good to better. Okay, awesome, awesome. I love that and I love hearing your perspective on it. <laughs> Thank you. Are there any uh, comments, tips, anything you want to share with the audience before we log off? Before we log off, well, um, you know, I think I thank you, first of all, uh, for allowing me this opportunity to talk about something that I'm obviously very excited about my neighborhood, my job right within the neighborhood, which is wonderful. I appreciate that. And that you're, you know, using this forum, using this platform again to bring information and bring people together and getting to know each other. I think I, kudos to you, as you say, you know, for doing that as usual, providing that bond um, within an already tight knit community, you're yet putting in another stitch, which is amazing. So thank you. Thank you, honey. Yeah. Thank you. And I appreciate You're very it. welcome. I appreciate you being on here with me and sharing. And yeah, I look forward to knowing more about the transitions that happen and updates mm -hmm. and whatnot. So thank you, sweetheart, for You're very sharing welcome. with us today. Thank you. And you yeah. have a good day. You too. Thank you for listening to this interview hosted by Randy Goodman. We hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community. And remember, Randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs.
Be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com slash millpond.